I woke up it was seven. I waited till eleven to figure out that no one would call. All right, here it is, episode one, Broken Bony, hosted and edited by AJ Metzen. I'm super fucking excited to be here. It's been a long time coming. Done a couple test runs, trying to make sure everything goes as smooth as possible. But bear with me here. We're 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 moving along. We're gonna figure it out as time goes on. Episodes gonna be every Thursday, weekly. Bearing any changes, that'll be known or documented, I guess you could say. I mean, where the fuck did this all start? Probably four weeks ago, at a bar with a friend, my roommate. We're shooting the shit, having a couple drinks. She's like, you know what, you should do a podcast. And I've been told before, like, on and off for months ago, oh, I'll do a podcast, that'd be funny. I'm like, why the hell would anyone give a shit what I think? That's, I don't know. But I, but I love to talk, and I love to give my opinion, so I'm like, you know what, let's do it. So that night, I come home, my couple drinks deep call my marketing team, my now marketing team, my one of my best friends, Leah, I was like, listen, I need help with the name. She's very creative. I had some ideas floating around. She nails it, broken bony. I'm like, that's perfect, we're using that. And when I say marketing team, there's no monetary value. She gets paid in my friendship. Mediocre guy advice, and I accidentally cover her tab when we go to the bar because everyone thinks we're dating. So after that, she was very supportive. She was on board with it. She's like, that's funny, I would listen. I'm like, all right, let's move to the next stage. I'm like, I need a logo. So I uh, I put on my Instagram poll, story, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, any graphic designers that could help me make a logo. And my one of my good buddies' girlfriends hits me up and she's like, yeah, like I, this is what I do. I'm like, oh my God, perfect. Okay, so she's like, what do you want? And I'm, I have no artistic ability. Like I'm artistically challenged 100%. I am not afraid to admit that. I gave her some rough ideas, but I was like, do you, all the freedom in the world, have fun. She comes back with the rough draft, and I'm like, holy shit, this is insane. Can I use this? And she's like, no, no, it's not done. I got to fine-tune, tweak, whatever people in that business do. I was like, you know what, do you? That's fine. Let me know when you're done. No rush. So she hits me back with the final copy a couple weeks later, and I was, like, fucking blown away. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I would have never came up with anything in my wild imagination. So now we got the we got the name, we got the logo. I'm like, shit's the ball's rolling here We're, the the gears are in motion so I put on my Instagram story I'm like hey would anyone care to listen to me if I sat in front of a mic and talked for 20 or 30 minutes and I got like an overwhelming amount of support and I knew my close friends would be supportive and they'd help me out and they'd be like yeah totally but like people I haven't talked to in years or never really spoke to that just follow me were like that'd be funny I would listen you know I'm like you know what that's it so probably two days later so I've, I have all this overwhelming support I got a logo I got a name I'm just kind of you know sitting around and I go on Twitter and Barstool Sports anyone everyone should know Barstool Sports they put on their Twitter like call into our radio we'll guess your height and weight and I'm like well I'm a pretty unique build as you'll hear in the clip when I play it in a second no way they guess it so probably I waited for about five minutes and it was a shot in the dark and I say that in the clip I'm like I didn't think I was getting on they're like no here you are and I was a little bit nervous but I really felt like I held my own I mean I called my claim to fame, I put it on my Twitter, and people were dying laughing, I'm like, shit, maybe I actually can do this, it was like the, the final boost I needed, it was a final kick in the ass, and I was like, okay, I can do this, let's sit down, let's get this shit done, so I'll play that clip right now, quickly, just in case you haven't heard it, it's on my Twitter, but overall, I had an absolute fucking blast, and I think it's hilarious, and I think you guys will enjoy it, so here we go. So let's go out to AJ in Toronto, what's up AJ? Oh my god, how's it going? It's going well. 
I am in shock. I've, I just actually, I've been a huge fan. I've, I mean, I watch dual scenes and I listen to all the podcasts, but I just got a free Sirius XM uh, subscription so I could find this out listening to Barstool Radio. Oh, hell yeah. Sweet. Well, welcome, welcome. Hope it's going well so far. It is. It was very quick. I was surprised. I didn't think I would get on. I thought this was a, a shot in the dark. No, absolutely. No, there you are, pal. <laughs> yeah, what's on your mind? Nothing. I was just, I saw the Twitter thing and I saw the, the guess your weight and, you know, being, a cert, I have a certain type of build and I thought it'd be funny if you guys would ever guess. Ooh, now go oh, no, right I, I knew right away. I not only know your weight, I know your height too. I was going to say, okay, <laughs> I'm curious because that's the one thing, that's the one thing I got going for me. Oh, okay, okay that's so a clue. I'm going to say you are 6'4", I would say 6'4 and a half. And you are 340. Three I'm going to say you are 6'8". Whoa. Yes, <laughs> and 275. <laughs> the height was you guys were right in the middle. The weight, um, those were two of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me. I'm, a, I'm 6'6", 165. Soaking wet, I think. Jesus. 6'6", 165. <laughs> I'm built like those things outside the car dealership that got caught in the wind. You know, they, they blow wacky around. Wavy. Yeah. You're wacky, that's, wavy, inflatable, man. That's my, that's but my, I, my build, that, I guess you could say. What was your name again? AJ. AJ, I bet you have a long, slender penis, AJ. Chaps! They <laughs> <laughs> just say that. I'm a homo guy. I'll, I'll, I'll let the ladies find out if it ever comes to that. Yeah. Hey, listen okay. to his voice. Listen to how deep his voice is. He's got yeah, a that thing big hammer on. No, it's not long. slender. That's a th- he's got well, a thick penis voice, and I'm not I that we to, would ever come. I used to get mistaken as a female when I worked at the drive-thru at McDonald's. They'd say, thank you, ma'am, and all that. So it's kind of nice that... Oh, you, you got a very... No, you got a husky voice. You got a nice... Yeah, absolutely. There. I like it. This yeah. is a good topic in the middle of quarantine. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're gassing you up. We're gassing you up. Are you athletic? Uh, yeah, I play basketball at college. Oh, well, then look at this uh-huh. guy. Oh, forget I mean, it. I, I I, people ask me, and I think it would be a waste at this point if I didn't. So it was kind of it was kind of built into me. You know what you need True. to do is find a lady in one of those um, one of those big apartments. There's stu- the lofts. You need to find a lady in a loft apartment with really high cabinets. So you're the oh, like, I got it. You grab her well, cereals that's, that's down. Well, that's the nice part about the grocery stores. All the old ladies just look at me, and they're like, oh, my grandson's just as tall. And then I tell them my height, and they go, you're not that tall. And I'm basically just their, their human grabber. Anytime they need anything, they just call me from down the aisle. There you go. I probably like getting you Probably getting you up there to reach up so they can get a look at that penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I wouldn't blame them. This is AJ from Toronto, absolute hog on him. Ladies, if you're in the area, check him out. He's the yeah, tall fella. Check him out. There you go. Yeah, That's I'm sure he won't miss me. Like I told him, I'm built like the, uh, the lazy thing, the wacky thing outside the car dealership, so it's not hard to find me. That's, if you look, they're He's everywhere. They're very left and right with both hands. Inflatable arm flailing too, man. Wacky waving inflatable. Oh, yeah. Thank you very That's much exactly for the call. Thank you guys oh, yeah. for taking it. Crushing it. So that was my claim to fame, like I said. Uh, believe it or not, I sent that clip to my mom, and she then played it for my whole family. Uh, I did not expect it to take that turn, but I think it ultimately made it funnier. I was in disbelief a little bit. I was in shock when they said it, but I laughed. I mean, it was funny. I mean, that was like, like I said, it was the it was the kickstart of this whole thing because I listened. I probably listened to it. I want to say 110 times. I was in love with it. People laughed. I was like, 
it was it was a blast and it was honestly a nice little boost uh a nice little oh sorry i thought the audio cut out there it was a nice little booster and all this so i was like you know what it's time to do it i mean i was thinking of topics that to, to start this thing off on, and I mean, where else can you start other than what the fuck just happened over the last five months? I mean, quarantine life, coronavirus life, we are all in quite the predicament. I've never experienced anything like this, and I hope I never do again. It, looking back now, like, I'm still speechless. Like, I've been trying to, like, what happened, and I'm like, I don't really know. I mean, there's days that I will remember for as long as I live. March 17th, the day the NBA shut down, was when I felt like, this whole thing just collapsed. I mean, I'm a diehard sports fan. I live, eat, breathe sports. Playing video games after school one day. Probably should have been doing homework, but sorry, mom. And Rudy, I get a notification. Rudy Gobert has tested positive for the coronavirus. And next thing you know, the NBA, the NHL, March Madness, everything shut down. I mean, that's like that's when I felt it all really started. Because I was out the week before, and we go to this bar that. We typically go to, and it's usually packed, shoulder to shoulder, dance floors packed. And we went probably five, six days before the NBA shut down, and there wasn't really many people there. I mean, you could get an easy, you could roam around. It was like, it was probably 25% packed from what it usually is. And I'm like, oh shit, like, this is a thing. But I still wasn't worried. I mean, I'm 22, I'm naive, nothing, nothing in the world could ever affect me is ultimately what I thought. Next thing you know, a couple normal days at school, then I get an email from my school and work, and everything shut down. I mean, I'm doing Zoom classes, the biggest bullshit money grab I've ever seen. I mean, those professors just read off the slides, which I could do myself. All they do is give you partition patient marks for attending class. My work shut down. They'll pay, you the end of, they'll pay me to the end of the semester. See you later. So next thing you know, I'm told not to leave my house. I'm told by my mother to play video games and do schoolwork, which is mind-blowing because to hear my mom say, just sit inside, play video games, don't leave your house. I don't think I'll ever hear that again. And that is basically what happened for the next five months. I mean, I finished school and then it was literally just, what do I do now? I mean, my roommate moved back home to New Zealand, so I was living on my own. I was enjoying it. I mean, I think most people would think, wow, you lived on your own. That's boring. You weren't allowed to go see other people. I'm like, no, I fucking loved it. I mean, I've always wanted to live on, live alone for a period of time. I had a blast. I mean, the house was the way I wanted it. Uh, nobody relied on me. I went to bed when I wanted. I woke up when I wanted. Nobody was mad about it. And looking back now, I'm kind of grateful because when the hell am I ever going to get five months of no responsibilities? I mean, I've worked since grade 10. I've either gone to school, I've worked, played sports. Like, I've always been busy. I've always had something to do. And for the first time in my life, nothing. So it was a nice little reset. I mean, it was unfortunate because of the circumstances. That's how it had to happen. But you know what? You got to roll with the punches. So what did I do over quarantine? Well, I drank, uh, played video games. I hosted Quarantine Radio, if any of you tuned in for that. Uh, it was a little bit cringy, but I think it was ultimately funny. I mean, basically, if you didn't watch, I had 60, 70 viewers tune into my Instagram Live where I would drink with people that joined and play songs that were requested. Basically, I had my own radio show. And I still have the live saved on my phone, and it'll probably never come up again. That is for my own, my own viewing pleasure from this point forward. But if you were there, you could say you were there. It was funny. Um... That honestly, that was a good little Kickstarter for the podcast too. I mean, having that many people tune in and just shoot the shit, I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was probably the highlight of the whole five months for me. But what what can I really say? I mean, I, when people ask me in twenty years, like what 
fucking happened in 2020, I'd be like, I couldn't honestly tell you. I mean, basically, we all got infected with uh, with a virus. The whole world shut down. You weren't allowed to leave your house. I mean, what what else is to say? It's it's I'm speechless. And now that things are opening up, and when I say they're opening up, we're in stage three. That doesn't mean we're all fucking back to the normal yippee yippee go party. Like, don't be a fucking idiot. Wear your mask. Don't be the Karen I see on Instagram live screaming at people who. You know, it's a free country. I'm not wearing a mask. Don't be that person. Nobody likes that person. I mean, I think it's going to be like this way for a while, at least the next couple of years. Like, I can't see. I, I think it would be stupid to lift the protocol. So, I mean, get used to it. If you don't like it, suck it up. It's the way it is. Uh, it's pretty much adapt or die. And when I say that, I mean literally. I mean, wear your mask or you're, you're in for a treat, especially if other people are infected. But, I mean, I, I'm speechless. Like, I was trying to, like, write down points. Like, just a rough rough idea of what I want to talk about a quarantine. I'm like, damn, like, I don't really know. Like, not much happened, but also a ton of shit happened. And I think quarantine was good for a lot of people. I think it wasn't good for a lot of people, but, I mean, that's kind of the way it is. I'm excited, though. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I see it now. I mean, come, what was it, May, June, I was like, we're never getting out of this. I'm never going to a patio again. I'm going to sit in my room and work online or go to school online for the next four years. Like, just some... Some scary shit, but now that people are being a little bit more safer, the borders are locked, it's starting to open up, you can go to a patio. I've been to a few patios, I'm not going to lie and sit here like I'm a perfect human. Gone to patios, but I've been responsible, I wear my mask when I go to the bathroom, the whole nine. And, I mean, come September, we're all going to be online for school, majority of us. And I'm not exactly excited for it, because those Zoom classes, like I said, are fucking boring. I mean, I have an 8 a.m. one coming up, and I'm like, I know I'm just going to put that laptop beside my pillow, and it'll probably put me to sleep, because it's boring. I mean, it's not an exciting way to learn. The only time you get to go to school is if you have a lab, but I'm currently taking human resources, so I won't be going to school. Not for the foreseeable future. I'm hoping, I'm hoping by January. That's like a fairly optimistic goal. I don't know if it's going to be all that true, but we'll see when the time comes. But for now, yeah, I mean back looking for work trying to find a job need to make some money i'm living off uh true true daddy there he's he's paying me well but uh you know i gotta get i gotta get my ass rolling here i mean i'm i'm getting a little bored sitting at home every day i mean ultimately it's giving me a lot of time to get shit done this last month i mean the first four months i i wasn't productive i'm not gonna sit here and bullshit you i was not productive i'd go to bed at like two or three wake up at noon you know play video games make dinner it, it was nice but now it's it's just old like i i legitimately need to do something it's also why this podcast is good to give me a little hobby get me get me up get me doing shit so i'm excited i mean i'm going to a patio tonight believe it or not right actually after i record this so i'm excited for that but when i say that like i like it's not the same i mean to be honest when i drink i think i'm one of the greatest dancers to ever walk god's green earth I know that's not true, but I'm excited for when I can do that again. I mean, like a regular bar night. And when I say regular, I mean like there's no precaution. Everyone's just enjoying themselves, drinking a little bit too much alcohol. That That's ultimately the goal. I mean, we. I'm 22, right? I live in a big city. I'm originally from Sault Ste. Marie, so Toronto was a culture shock. And like the whole atmosphere here is different. I mean, there's a million different bars. So obviously being here, I came here to go to school, but also enjoy myself in a way I haven't before. I would say I had a great time before this. I mean, what, three months ago, probably had the best bar night of my life. The, one of the craziest stories I'll ever have, and I told people this, and I swear on my mother it's true. We, me and my best friend, my old roommate, Jaden, we go to a bar downtown. 
we had uh, we had some type of banquet. I can't even remember for school. It must have been a presentation or some shit. So so we're dressed a little snazzy, you know, suit tie, the whole the whole getup. And we go sit at the bar. We're watching hockey, regular regular season hockey. And this guy comes sits beside us. He's probably I want to guess like thirty to thirty five, older, stocky guy. He's like, uh, we're just having a couple drinks and talking hockey. He's like, oh, you guys like hockey? And we're like, yeah, we live in Canada. Of course we like hockey. He goes, oh, well, you're not going to believe this, but I'm a black ace for the Leafs. I'm like, what the fuck's a black ace? I'm like, you play for the Leafs poker team? Like, I couldn't, I had no clue. Jaden didn't either. So he's explaining us. And ultimately, he plays if someone's injured. Like, not a regular AHL player, but he's called up under dire circumstances. And, I mean, we had a couple drinks, so it was very believable. I mean, this guy was the most convincing human I've ever met. And my mom always said, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. He bullshitted the hell out of me, I'm going to be honest with you. But uh, it, it, he had, he backed it up. I mean, he told the most in-depth, detail, in detailed stories I've ever heard. I was like, there's no fucking way this isn't true. I mean, he was talking his old hockey days, AHL, NHL. I'm like, shit, like, this is impressive. So obviously we're a couple drinks in, like I said, so it's a little bit more believable. And obviously I'm not going to call this guy out because he probably would have kicked my ass. Definitely would have kicked my ass. There's no doubt about that. If you know that ever came, if it ever came to that. And then probably around 1:30 rolls around, and he calls the bartender over. He goes, uh, "Give me the, give me their bills. I'm paying for it." I'm like, "No, man, don't worry about it." He's like, "No, I got it. Not a big deal." This guy pulls out a wallet with a wad of American money, like more money than I've ever seen in front of my face ever. This guy looked like he was like a like a mafia kingpin. I've never seen so much cash. Pays off our tabs. He goes, where are we going? I'm like, where are we going? It's 1.30. I mean, I don't got enough money to go out past 2. I'm going home. He's like, no, no, we're going out after hours bar on me. Me and Jaden were like, well, if you're paying, I'm not about to say no. So we think we're getting into a cab with a Leafs player. And he says, give me give me a after hours bar. So the cab driver takes us. 17 bucks Canadian, he gives him 100 American, keep the change. I'm like, fuck, this guy's a high roller. I mean, he had, he had what looked like NHL money, so I believed him. So we get into the bar. We walk up. I order a drink. I paid for it, believe it or not. Yeah, I can hold my own, not a big deal. And next thing you know, he goes, hey, I got a booth for us. I'm like, a booth? They literally had to, like, I don't know what he paid or what he said, but they had to kick a group of people out of the booth, and we then sat in there. He gives me his credit card. And it's not one of those, like, regular cheap credit cards. It's, like, one of those metal, like, fucking, I got money, I'm better than you credit cards. He's like, go get us a couple rounds. So I walk up there, a couple rounds, pay it off, walk back. Look like a look like a baller, probably. Wasn't my money. And so we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, the live band playing at this bar stops. And they're like, yeah, so uh, we'd just like to uh, welcome and introduce a couple Leafs players sitting in our booth tonight. I mean, show them a good time. They're here, uh, I don't know, what I honestly couldn't remember all he said, but basically people thought we played for the Leafs. Now, I was in a suit and tie, so I looked kind of like the part, but I'm also 6'6", 160 pounds. There's no way in living hell I looked like I played in the NHL. I mean, Zdeno Char comes up the middle, I'm basically decapitated. So, but I, I, I mean, if people think that, I'm not going to fucking tell them different. So here I am sitting at a bar with this guy who has more money than I've ever seen. He's buying us drinks. He's giving Jaden cash. He's like, another round, another round, another round. I'm like, holy shit, all right. So we're having a great time. People are coming up and talking to us. And we're like, wow, you play for the Leafs. That's incredible. And as much as I want to say I play for the Leafs, I downplay it. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'm just like some young kid in the organization. I'm working my way up. And they're like, don't fucking knock yourself. That's incredible. You'll make it one day. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're probably right. I will. And I'm laughing to myself, but I'm also... You know, I, I thought I played the part pretty well. I mean, I, it could have been a movie script and I would have killed it. So we're still enjoying ourselves. And it's probably like 3.34 in the morning. 
People are coming up, buying us drinks. All of a sudden, I look up, Buddy's gone. And he gave us his name, actually. Buddy's gone. Nowhere to be found. So I, me and Jaden are like, all right, time to wrap it up. We can't, we can't afford anything more. So we head home. I'm in the Uber home, and I'm like looking this guy's name up. And he was the CEO of an American company who had headquarters in Toronto. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's believable. I mean, I don't really give a shit. Played the NHL or not, he still paid for my entire night. We had probably the most fun and probably the best story I'll ever tell. And it was hilarious. I mean, that's what I want to get back to. I mean, I don't think I will ever get to that extent of having fun where I'm getting bottles and beer paid for me on on, on deck. I mean, but to that extent where I can go meet random people and we have a good time and it's not just my four friends sitting at a table, you know, basically you're not allowed to look at another direction. Otherwise, you might give them the coronavirus. That's, <laughs> I mean, I, la- I think about that story now and I just laugh. It's hilarious. And that's the ultimate goal. I mean, get back to a stage where we can meet random people, hang out, shoot the shit, do the whole nine. The true Toronto experience, I would say. And it's kind of the direction I want to go with this podcast. I mean, I want to give my opinion, my topics on all types of stuff, but I think I have enough funny stories from what I've told, and that's why people think I should do a podcast, is because I have some outrageous stories that are not always safe for work. But they're funny, people will laugh, I believe, and enjoy them. So, I mean, I'll give my I'll give my take on stuff, but I'll also related back to me and also to everyone listening. I mean, I'm just a regular kid doing doing this. So I this was the first episode, a little bit shorter. I don't really want to go long. I mean, nobody wants to listen to me talk for anything more than 30 minutes max. Uh, you bear with me. We're we're getting through it. We're going to work out the kinks, all that stuff. Audio, I've been I've been putting in a lot of work, so I'm excited. Uh, like I said, episodes are every Thursday, bearing any changes. Time time frame I mean, only God knows school starting up, but it will be Thursdays. I can promise you that. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Broken Bony, episode one. We're out.